First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long fucking time, and I've been working on it for a while. Hello, podcasters. Welcome back, or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia DiStefano. And today, this is um, an improvised episode, if you will. I don't have anything specifically that I have or need or want to say, but an episode must come out. And there are things that I have planned that I want to record episodes on, but I want fun guests to do that. Um, I want to do like a first date episode where I literally take like get a person and do like a first date with them I'm thinking we do like 21 questions and we do a date have a drink while we're doing it you know I thought that would be fun um so maybe stay tuned for that I'll have to ask some people but we can maybe make that happen fingers crossed I want to have Hewat on more because there's so many things that I want to talk about on the podcast, but would be so much better having her because our banter is just top notch. In fact, since we're here, I told Hewat that I am completely willing to put a permanent pause on... I don't care with Alexia Stefano to start a brand new podcast with Hewat. And she said, I hear you. And I said, let's make it happen. And she was like, I hear you. So I don't know, but it would be really good. Um, I'm texting one second, guys. So I do have things that I... I do have things to talk about that I have planned to talk about. It's just, it's so much better if I have people to talk with. Now, I haven't done much digging lately. My life has been so chaotic that I haven't been so focused and concentrated on the podcast or honestly, even my acting career. Like, it's not been the best period of time in my life that I've been focused on my career but don't worry like I'm never not focused on my career it's never not one of the top three most important things happening in my life at all times it's just it's not been number one lately and so that means that this podcast hasn't had the attention that I know it deserves um and that I can give it but guys My life is chaotic right now. I'm grieving. I am being an adult. They're fucking with me. All right. Let's do our weekly advice segment, shall we? I can't believe how many of these we've done. And I'm like, what do I do when I finish? I'm going to have to buy more, more of something. But I love them. Like, I just love the illustrations on them like it's just they're so 
pretty and beautiful and stunning. So let's see what the universe pulls for us today. I know Valentine's Day is coming up in a couple weeks and everyone is like obsessing over that. Um, whether they're single or not, they're all like, oh my God, Valentine's Day, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? What's going to happen? Yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yo, what's meant to be is what will be. All right. Listen, bitch, don't forget to celebrate the silent battles that you fought and won. <gasps> Amazing. This is, this is really good because I think collectively, as human beings, we do go through so many silent battles. We do go through things that we keep to ourselves, that we don't share with everyone, that we don't find we need to or want to share with everyone, so we don't. Um, but if you make it through it, which you are and have and will do, that's a win. And that is something that you can celebrate, again, in silence if you want, or at that point of victory you can decide to celebrate it publicly with everyone and also make it an announcement i don't know but it is really a true thing that well the thing is that i i don't know if i notice you know the more i talk to people or the older i get or just like common sense hits me but we are all kind of the same. We all have insecurities, bad days, good days, confidence. We all have goals and hopes and dreams and love and hatred. And we all have these emotions and these desires and fears that make us human. And what we do with them and how we go about them is what makes us individual humans but we all have gone through silent battles all of us and so it is something that we do silently we do to ourselves but really there's not one person you can't go to who's an adult who will be like what the fuck I've never gone through that because it's just a thing that we all do. And I think it's something that I do a lot because I prefer it that way. I rather, you know, tell maybe one or two people something that I'm going through. But that's it. Like, it's not usually more than than two people who I like to know my business and that's the other thing is like the people that you decide to share your business with are people that you have to trust wholeheartedly and people who you know will be there in the ways you need them to be there because sometimes people are there for you in the ways that maybe you don't want um in that moment and because they're giving you something that you don't want in that moment it's it can tarnish the relationship it can you know 
make things awkward. And so I only like to tell people who will know what I need to hear. Even if it's not what I want to hear, they know how to go about that still. And vice versa, me with them. Okay. I don't feel like I have much else to say about that. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, we all go through shit and we make it out. Woohoo. Let's celebrate. Okay, so online dating is something I don't do seriously. Um, I'm one of those people, really, like I strongly believe that when you go searching for someone, then you're never going to find what you look for. You kind of just have to let it come to you or just not even come to you, but like it's just going to happen naturally. Um, Because I think my favorite love stories are the ones that were kind of on by accident, kind of happened by a fluke. They weren't actively searching for each other or for someone. They were just like, living life and they felt that at that point in their life they were happy or cool if someone came into their life romantically and then it just happened casually and they were happy about it and so it's sort of been my thing for as long as I could remember really to just like go about the universe's way and not be forceful but guys it's fun to have dating apps and it's fun to look at the ugly people who think you're hot like it is a fun activity that girls do when they're bored and to men it is a sport and they want to win so (laughs) I'm just if you are a boy listening to this I am about to tell you exactly how most, if not all, women view dating apps, okay? And I'm sorry if it burst your fucking bubble, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, I will inspire you to reassess your profile and to... Maybe change it for the better. Maybe I can help you. Pull girls. Okay? So, as a girl myself, and at that, a very pretty one, um, I have a profile. Because you need one. And mine is pretty much pictures of cute pictures of like my face and then my dog and I like to add some personality so I have like a funny picture of me at the dog park um which is classic I fucking love it I should make that my profile picture to be honest and then on hinge there are prompts question honestly let me just read you exactly what I wrote on mine so if you're on YouTube, you can see that like this, this is like my picture that people see first. It's me. If you go on my Instagram, it's me with the two pigtails in my hair. Um, 
with like my shoulder up. Okay, so that's picture number one. Then I have a video of when I was filming a short film and we were doing a car crash scene and then we accidentally actually crashed the cars for real. And then I wrote here, two truths and a lie. When I was a kid, I was a cheerleader for a single BC Giants hockey game. I was in a movie that had way too much incest in it. And then the last one is I used to play soccer and was one of the best on the team at the age of five. Now, take a second to think to yourself which of those three are the lie, and I'll shut up for a sec. Okay, if you need more time, pause me, because I'm about to tell you the answer in three, two, one. Number three, I sucked at playing soccer. I was hands down the worst on the team. Um, you're supposed to, like, look for the ball, and I was watching the birds in the sky or the dogs on the sidelines. Like, I didn't want to be there. And people would try to be like, Alexia, like, if you get a goal, we're going to buy you a popsicle, or, like, you can do this or that, and... Nothing motivated me enough to want to try. But I did cheerlead with the BC Giants cheerleaders for one game. And I don't remember if they won or not. But what I do remember is after that, I went into my uncle's niece's and nep- niece and nephew's car. Uh, they're not my cousins. Just, it's not a roundabout way of saying it. And she was having a... A sneeze attack. I remember that, but I don't remember who won. My simple pleasures. Horror movies, anything scary, reading, skincare, sunscreen, dogs, and space. My dying wish is to go to space. It's true. I want, ideally, I would love to die in space. That would be the best death ever. And then I'm 20. I'm a woman. I'm bisexual, I'm five feet tall um, from where I'm located. I'm white, in case you can't tell. I don't have children. I don't want children. I am vaccinated. I do have a dog. I drink sometimes. I do not smoke cigarettes. I do uh, smoke weed and I do not do drugs. And my profession is a TV film actress. And what I am is a liberal. And then here's another picture just a mirror selfie and then the classic one with the dogs that's gonna be the thumbnail actually for this video i go crazy for people who actually want to talk and get to know each other and don't objectify me crazy how you got to specify this and then a picture of me podcasting um my my most irrational fear is dropping my razor on my toenails oh my god I tell you, sometimes that keeps me up at night. Like sometimes that thought or just like cutting myself with the razor, just like the razor itself is my my irrational fear, is the razor, is the blades. Cutting off my toenails, cutting off my fingernails, just like cutting off a chunk of my skin like it makes me sick it makes me sick and then this picture of my dog for the people who see and then this picture of me in a cute outfit which 
I was told, actually, I look like I'm trying too hard in this picture. And um, this is Hewat's words. She said that I'm, I, it looks like I'm trying too hard. Um, and that, like, I tried to look cool, but I didn't do it good. So, um, <laughs> I kept it on here because I don't care. Like, I do not care about Hinge. Um, but I'm going to take the picture off my Instagram because I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard. It's not what I want. Okay, so that's me. And on a weekly basis when I open the app, which really is rare, like I couldn't, I tell you, I don't have, when you're a girl, like dating apps aren't the same as guys. Like when you're a guy, you get excited. Like, oh my God, I have four people who like me. Like these are the only four people who've liked me in however long. Um, and then you want to actually have like a conversation with them and, you know, you want, you want that. And for me, it's more of like, okay, let's scroll through the hundred ugly guys to like see if there's one hot guy. And by the time you get like two minutes into it, you're like, oh my God, like this is useless. Like this is boring. I'm over it. Um, and just like a thing with girls is naturally we win over guys okay no i don't mean we win over guys i mean we win we're superior to men just naturally i mean it's it's rare when a man is hotter than a girl now, of course, you can take Brad Pitt and then pair him next to, you know, like your aunt and be like, well, Brad Pitt is easily hotter than my aunt. But in real world, like in the real world, OK, if you think about relationships between men and women, almost always the woman is the more attractive person, not in every case, but in most cases the men are punching and so that translates on dating apps the men are usually the uglier ones so for girls it's just like a lot of work it's a lot of work and by the time you like find one person you're done and then you have to wait and because that person is significantly better looking than everyone else there, you know that their hinge numbers are high. And you might not get picked because of all the hundreds of people, that was the one that you thought was hot. And so the hot guys have it easy. Hot girls have it easy. We have it easy. Although we don't, but I'll get into that in a second. But hot guys have it easy because the girls are searching are searching for just one attractive person and by that point the personality part of things the expectations are lower and we're like all I need is a sense of humor and again this isn't like to be taken off the app like everything that happens on the app stays on the app like nothing nothing is once someone says like can I have your snap or your phone number instantly I'm ignoring them instantly because 
I'm not in the mood to hold a conversation. Oh, my battery is going to die. All right, everyone. It is the next day because I had to give time for my battery to charge for the camera, which is so annoying because I was I was getting into what I was saying and now I have to get back into what I was saying, but I can't fully remember what I said already, so I might repeat some things. My apologies. But what I do know is that I was getting into online dating and dating apps. And what I was saying is that for me at least, but I feel like I'm pretty congruent with other women, is that we don't really take things out of the app too much. Now, it depends on what you are on the app for. If you are there to find the love of your life, then you're going to take things off the app. If you are there for a hookup, then you're probably going to take the app to Snapchat. If you are there for, you know, a short fling, then you will eventually take it off the app. However, the fling portion of it, you're probably going to want to have a decent enough conversation on the app to even see if they're worthy of your your Snapchat or phone number. Phone number for sure you need to know if they're worthy of. But what you might do instead is if they're like, I don't want to talk on the app, then you might just give them your Instagram. And then you're like, well, we can just DM. And there's no harm, no gain, no loss in giving an Instagram. Actually, you gain a follower. But giving your Snapchat is a little bit more personal. But also, giving your Snapchat... See, Snapchat is to me and to lots of people, and I and I, it's what I believe men mean by it, boys mean by it, is send nudes. So it's like, hey, we're having a good conversation here. Let's take it to Snapchat and flirt a little more. And then at because I'm a horny boy, young at that, I'm gonna be like, ha, send pics. And then, obviously, the girl probably won't because boys are annoying. So, when you are wanting a relationship and the conversation goes well over Tinder or Hinge or whatever you're on, I feel like you would then give your phone number because you don't want to do Snapchat or maybe you'll do Snapchat too, but your main source of communication will be on text and you're probably going to do Instagram too like all of these options incorporate Instagram because Instagram isn't like Instagram is more of like follow me here and like you can see more cute pictures of me here and the way I want to be presented is on Instagram But then if you're just looking for maybe like a situationship or a fling or um, a short-term relationship, you might just keep it on the app until you're at a point that you're like, yeah, like, you know, things are, like, I can see it being you that I settled down for even for, you know, a short period of time or for what I need right now. And then you take it onto text and Snapchat. 
but I would say like boys are pretty immediate to wanting to take it off the app and girls are more like well let's suss you out first let's see if you're even worthy of having my social media or my phone number or my snapchat or whatever 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 whereas guys are like let's just put a move on it and, and talk here and usually it's for Snapchat. Like if a guy asks for Snapchat and you're like, no, but I'll give you my phone number, they'll take it. But that's also giving them a hint of, bitch, I'm not sending you shit. But if you do give your Snapchat, you don't have to send anything either. It's, it's just sort of a thing to know that guys are probably like, ooh, I got her Snapchat. We're going to have sex. Or she's going to send me hot pictures. Which I know is like delusional, but that is precisely boys. Delusional. Delusional human beings. So that is the communication of online dating to me. Of course, we can go back to the, the levels of attract, attraction which is usually men more attracted to women, which is normal, which is natural, which I talked about already. But I say that because girls are so just attractive and they have personality, girls tend to Settle for looks, but will not settle for personality. Unless you're so hot that you can settle for personality. But what men take for granted, and listen closely, women have both. Both personality and looks. You understand that? Women settle for just one. Now, it's a miracle when you can find both. It's a miracle. It doesn't usually happen. Usually the hot ones are the ones who want nudes. Usually the hot ones are thirsty, horny. Usually the hot ones are dry as fuck. Oh my God, let's get into that. Let's get into that for a second. And this one's for the boys, okay? Spoken by a good representative of feminism and female gaze. I've got that. I am that. I am very much so that. So if you are looking for perspectives of females, hi, I'm a great person. I'm a great person. Now, I just ranted about now I, I was, um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh my God, what was I going to say? Oh, I hate when this happens. Okay, I just went back to listen to what I forgot I was going to say. And we're talking, we're going to talk about dry as fuck. People. People who are dry as fuck. We need to get into this. I need men to be better. Okay? I think collectively as women our biggest complaint when we are talking to guys 
um, is your fucking lack of communication skills. Now, we don't need you to tell us your feelings or give us long ass paragraphs on how your day went or even be like a quick responder. What we want is a normal conversation. What I want when I say, how are you? I want more than good you, question mark, or sometimes lack thereof, question mark. We want more of, I'm good, thank you. Um, how was your day? Because mine was good, or mine was like, I'm not looking for, well, today I did this and this and this and this and this, and therefore I feel this and this and this and this and this. How do you feel? Because I hope you're feeling this and this and this and this and this. I don't, we don't want that. We don't want that. We want more than two words that aren't even fully spelt out. When I say hi, you free or what you doing, I don't want a hi uh no hi yeah hi sure hi whatever or uh not even a hi or sometimes just a hi also also a double text doesn't mean ignore one and pick the one you want to respond to a double text means you better fucking double text the answer back a double text if i if we're having two conversations if, if we're having two conversations at once or not even that. If if we're talking about something and then I ask a question underneath, don't ignore one of them. Respond to both. It's not hard. Read both of them. Read them thoroughly and respond to both. That's another thing, okay? Is are you guys even reading what we're saying? Cuz I believe you're not. I believe you're not. Um I had one recently where I was like I had a bad day but I'm doing better now and all I got was a that's good <laughs> now I'm not hating on it I just felt like you didn't read it or if you were referring to the that's good in association with the part that I'm feeling better maybe clarify or hear me out ask why you were having a bad day whoa I know that's hard that's like a lot of buttons to click but oh my god just give it a shot like girls do so much for boys that they don't even realize again we're naturally hot we naturally have the personality we're the ones carrying the conversation sometimes I'm silent just to see what is said just to see what happens next just because why do I have to do all the work we're the logical ones. We're the ones who reach out. You free? You want to hang out? You want to do something? We're the ones who do it all. And and um, I'm I'm not specifically talking about me here because I'm just like I'm pretty chill. Like I don't really care. I, I'm glad to do those things as long as you fucking know how to text back. That's my one thing. That's my one request. My one boundary. No, not a boundary. I have many boundaries. My one expectation is that you know how to text back. I will get pissed internally, not externally, but internally, I will get pissed. I will get frustrated. And at some point, I will just stop talking to you because 
a conversation isn't too much to ask for. So, men, if you were a better texter, you'd pull more girls. If you were more thoughtful with your responses, you would pull more girls. So, as I was saying before, we settle for either looks or personality. And it's not common that both happen. And it's not common that we are truly satisfied with both. So, if you are hot, but you have a dry-ass personality, the least you can do is be a responsive, well, texter. If you have a great personality and your looks aren't that good, the least you can do is have good communication skills. Do you see what I'm saying? We settle for a lot as women. We shouldn't have to settle for communication skills. So I speak on behalf of all the women when I say men do fucking better. Literally, most of you are ugly. The least you can do is be a good texter. We are trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Text. Don't wait 10 hours. You can wait one. Whatever. We can, we can be fine with that. If you really want to push it, too. Fine. No more than that. And you're, if you're taking 10 hours to respond... And your answer is a one to two letter or word answer. Get out. Literally get out. Get out. So be more meaningful. More responsive. And understand that you right now are lucky to have a girl talking to you. That you are privileged that someone so amazing and beautiful is talking to you. That's what you need to appreciate. I'm tired of men. I'm tired of men being unappreciative. And I know this is sounding like it's super personal. It's really not. Um, because like I said, when a guy isn't giving what I deserve, I walk away. I move on. Unless, unless I... No, I move on. Unless I know in my mind that I can change you. Or that deep down, you like me. And that I can change, change. If I can change you, I'll talk. But you got to be worth it. And most of you guys aren't worth it. Not, not how you're texting. Not based on your dating profile. So... I just don't understand how so many guys are so cocky and yet you lack one of the two things that make you attractive, personality or looks. And how can, so this is really um, how women feel slash view men and are assumptions are usually accurate now I know there's good guys out there I do I know this most of them are assholes sorry 
most of them are assholes or unfamiliar with what women need, what women want, what women deserve. Because we don't deserve you assholes. We don't deserve one to two word responses. We don't deserve 10 hour waits. We don't deserve ugly but no but personality. We don't deserve hot but no personality. We deserve it all. We deserve it all. And what are we giving to men? We're giving it all. All. Just for you guys to be lazy. Just for you guys to be unappreciative. To be the ones who think are the hot ones in the relationship. Oh my god, get out of here. Know that you're punching. Know that she's hotter. (laughs) A moment of silence for that truth. Now, I'm not really like a dating person. I don't really do really, I don't do relationships and I don't like dating. I don't do it either. Um, and again, I do dating apps for fun. Like I'm not on there seriously looking for anyone. But these feelings of mine that have developed over many years have stemmed from crushes who act the same way. Now, you could say maybe it's just my type. Sure, we can say that. But why is it that every conversation I have with other girls, is it the same conversation about why men suck at dating? So don't get angry at me. Get angry at yourself. If what I am saying offends you, that means that you fall under the categories of what I'm talking about. That means that you are that person that isn't doing enough, that thinks you're so amazing that you don't have to respond. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? If I am... Your, if I am someone who you find very attractive um, or maybe someone that you even thought you couldn't pull but here I am act appreciative now again I have to emphasize this isn't true to my reality today It's been true to my reality in other parts of my life, but not currently, not not actively right now. Right now, right now I'm in a place where I don't know how I got here, but I'm happy to be here. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm down for the present. Anyways, I'm done talking about my current feelings. Let's go back to my past feelings. Um, They are technically my current feelings of how I feel in general, but not specific to my own personal life currently. I hope I'm making myself clear. Um, So, men on dating apps. This is, oh, this is a big thing. So if you're really looking for a big piece of advice from me to you, If you are liking someone, and I know Hinge does it, I can't remember if Tinder does it, but Hinge does it, where you can write a prompt 
absolutely write the prompt. Let me tell you, so many of the times I will like someone, like I, I will be like, oh, like this isn't a bad person, but I will not match with you because you did not write a prompt. You just liked the same picture every other guy liked, which happens to be like the one of me with maybe the most cleavage, even though I made sure to keep my profile clean because I know I could put a nude and have a thousand people there. That's not the goal. That's not what I want. That's not the outcome I am looking for. So I covered up as much as I could and I put the pictures that I liked. And so I do not like to match with people who just like pictures. And this is what I hear from many people. And I, I would even believe that the same goes for men. You would prefer to match with someone who had a prompt. So write the fucking prompt. Be creative. Think of something. And let me tell you. So I have one thing on. Uh, we did it uh, when I was recording yesterday. My two truths and a lie. One of my truths was that I was in a movie with way too much incest in it. And I have, I want to say this is the most common response. What classifies enough incest? Or how is it too much incest? Isn't any incest too much? Like something along those lines. And it was funny the first time. And now you're not creative enough, so I wouldn't match with you. Um, or another one, I have a car crash, the car crash scene, or I guess it's not a scene, it was real life. Uh, people go, insurance won't cover that. Or how'd you wind up in that situation? Like boring. Think of something better. Be unique. Be creative. A boring prompt is the same thing as a like. Not enough. If you find someone attractive and you want to talk to them put in a little bit of effort so that they can see that so that they're like oh this person put in a little bit of effort like I'd be down to talk to them even if they don't fit uh your type you saw that they put in the effort and that was like yeah like it's not usually what I go for but I appreciate that so like let's give it a shot or vice versa, maybe you're so fucking hot, but like your personality is dry on your profile. So you put in a prompt that really evokes an emotion in this person. And they're like, "Ooh, like I'm interested in talking to this person. Like their profile kind of sucks, but maybe, maybe I'll just give them a chance. So reassess your profiles. Be better conversationalists, if that's a word. Don't be dry. Put in some effort. And don't ask for nudes. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, you're so horny. And all the women that you know in your life, you, like, need to outsource to find a picture. Bitch, Google. If you need to outsource so badly 
just Google what you want. Like, do you understand how embarrassing that is? That you couldn't just get them from, you know, someone on your Snapchat already. You had to search on Tinder or Hinge or whatever, match with the person, start a basic conversation, bring it to Snapchat, and then ask, can you send pics? Can you send a picture? I want to see your boobies. Like, how pathetic are you? How pathetic are you? Save yourself from the embarrassment and just Google what you want. Like, I can't tell you how that is the epitome of embarrassment. That is the tip of the iceberg for how pathetic you are. The tip. Because the more you learn, the more pathetic you become. Like, grow up. Grow up. I just want to tell you. Like, if you're that person, you think you're hot. Like, you, I know you think you're hot. You're just embarrassing and going to get ignored or yelled at or some shit. Like, don't do it. <laughs> Google it. It's the same thing because at the end of the day, I'm a stranger. What is it? The fact that it was sent to you that make Ugh. Ugh. Guys. You just need to take lessons on how to, like, not suck. It's not that what I'm saying is going to make you the perfect guy. What I'm saying is going to make you not suck like the rest of them really what I am saying is going to help you pull girls yeah but you gotta do the work you have to change yourself you have to change how you speak how you look how you act like those are up to you and god forbid you're one of the ugly no personality people with the ego Oh my God, why are they so many? Why are there so many? Why are there so many of you who are ugly? Who are ugly, like ugly. No personality, no sense of humor. And yet your ego is bigger than earth. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Literally, who the fuck do you think you are? You're ugly. Like, look in the mirror. Have a conversation with yourself. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I really... To be in... To be in a guy's mind. To understand your ego. I, I would do it. I would do it for a day. I would do it. And I don't understand because I know those types of people get told no all the time. They get let down constantly. How does your ego not waver? Are you blaming the person? Well, fuck her. She was ugly anyway. She had small tits. Well, well, her breath stank. Like, is, is that how you're justifying it? Because let me tell you, if those sound like excuses you make, why something didn't work out with a girl it's because you suck 
it's because your ego was the main topic of conversation. It's because I know everything about you and you don't even know my name. In fact, you called me the wrong name. Who knew I could go off about men? The thing is, is I like girls too. And yet, mm, I've got nothing to complain. Women are perfect. Women are perfect. Men, start acting like women. And I promise you, you will pull every girl. Even if you're ugly. And the other thing is, if you look really hot in your first picture... The rest of your pictures better be with a hat and sunglasses because the worst thing is being bamboozled by a really hot first picture on dating apps. And then you scroll down and you're like, this is definitely a different person. Like, what the fuck? How did they get so ugly? How is that one angle of them specifically with the camera tilted that way and the lighting this way? Do, you, do they look hot? Because in every other picture, it's not giving. So if you look drop dead gorgeous in your first picture and that kind of doesn't look like you, fake it, guys. Fake it. Fake it. And then pull up with your good conversation skills. And by the time they realize you've faked looking so hot, they won't care. They won't care because your personality is a 10. I just hope you guys are realizing how important what I'm saying is. Nothing of what I'm saying can be forgotten about. Truly. And I am someone who holds myself at such high standards, at such a high regard. I will not settle. So, women like me. Oh my God, this what I'm about to say is going to sound so bitchy but guys like that guys like people like me who hold themselves to a higher regard who are good looking I know if you're watching right now I look a little crusty with a big ass pimple on my face but I'm not ugly by any means at all and on top of it Sydney Sweeney and I have the same body. So it's it's something that men like. You know? And I have those things that men like. And now I'm forgetting what I was going to say because again, it seems to be a thing. I start hyping myself up and I forget what I'm going to say. Um no, I think I was going to say Like, men like a confidence on women. Men like very attractive women. However, those people that men really, 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 really are attracted to are usually the ones with all of these standards and goals and boundaries and rules and expectations. Although, let me be crystal clear. Everything that I have said is bare minimum. Bare minimum. That's it. Like everything that I have said up until this point 
is literally the basics of of it all like it is the lowest of lows that you can do and yet very few do it so do you understand that what i'm saying is bare minimum and most of you don't even reach bare minimum i just want to i just want you to understand that for a second so i'm going to say it again okay the way men are is below bare minimum if you do what i say you have then reached bare minimum and then you cannot be a dickhead and pull the girl you want and go back to your original ways which is down in the fucking hells of the earth deep down so far away from bare minimum you have to then elevate and level up otherwise you're going to be thrown in the ditch because that's how low you deserve to be (sighs) i'm just so happy i'm saying this someone had to say all this stuff for the humanity of women for the sanity of women for the the grace of women someone needed to say what i'm saying so do better that's all i can say is do better you think you're doing good you're not you're not you're not now some are lucky some are lucky where they do the bare the below bare minimum and they pull But let me tell you, if you are not even reaching bare minimum and you pull a girl and you're being dry as hell and you are disrespectful even because that's how it is. Like so many guys are just blatantly disrespectful and then say, but I'm flirting. No, no, you're not. If you are pulling a girl, completely have her head over heels in love with you, you're not getting the right girl either. You're such an asshole. And you're getting the wrong kind of girl. You're getting the girl who feels like she needs you, who feels dependent on you, who isn't confident yet, and who is probably dragged down by her ex. And instead of her now realizing what she deserves and how amazing she is, she is stuck in a pattern. And the pattern is people like that. Below bare minimum people. And we pray for that girl. Because she can do better. Because she is better. But she's stuck. So if you have a girl who is stuck like that, Make her feel like a queen. Don't throw her deeper down into a pit so she feels dependent towards you. That's manipulative. That's toxic. That's disgusting. Don't do that. Don't be one of those. Please. Be unique. Be kind. Be respectful. Know your place. Treat the girl with the most love and admiration because she deserves it even if you're at the beginning stages make sure she knows that she's special and beautiful and hot 
and funny and has a great personality. Like, even if you're just like a fling, even if you're just hooking up, you can still compliment the girl and make her feel nice. And she will probably then compliment you back. But we don't want to be the first because why are we going to compliment you when you do nothing? So do everything that I said. At bare minimum, reach bare minimum. I feel like that's, oh, guys, your boys, right? So it's going to be a lot for you to take in. I hope you took notes, listened to this multiple times. For all the girlies listening, I know you're agreeing and thanking me because someone had to be the person, the representative to give the bad news that men are failing tremendously. So with that, you're welcome, girlies. You're welcome, boys. And if you listen to my advice and have success stories, then let me know. And if you want more perspectives of women, let me know scenarios. If we want a part two with even more girl perspectives, I can bring people on. I can bring women on and we can have this talk. I can even bring on a guy and debate this with them and ask them the opposite. Actually, please, if you're willing to comment or directly message me personally, please do it. I would love to know what girls do that guys don't like for um, dating apps or anything of the elk that I talked about. I have a hard time believing that there's anything. Because like I said, women are perfect. And if you are saying, well, girls tend to ghost, reassess how you are communicating. Reassess your texting. If you are saying, well, uh, this girl's personality is dry, but like I think she's got a good personality. Reassess how you're talking. So before you come to me with an actual complaint, think about the complaint and think about how it could be your fault. Because it probably is. (laughs) Okay. And with that, I'm going to end off the episode. Thank you everyone for listening, tuning in, or watching on YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want to do. Rate this if you are streaming it. And have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Bye, bitches. (laughs)